unexplained and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Well, good evening. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Ghost Chronicles, the Mermaid Edition. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained. Yes, that is me under there. New England's own Van Helsing Gordon Fisherman dude. And with me, all the way from the depths of the ocean, is the fair maiden herself, Anne Carrigan, she's no longer a blonde on show. We'll have to call her the red blonde. Hello, show. everybody. <laughs> Good evening, and a welcome to our Ghost Chronicles Mermaid edition. I said that already. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we, we we really, you know, Anne and I were sitting around, and we said, "What are we going to do to show up?" And somebody said, "Mermaid." Somebody suggested, "Yep." This topic. I, I don't know who, but somebody did. Him. So Him. He did it. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. At the time, we <laughs> thought, wow, you know, let's do something that's never been done before. Mermaids! That'll exactly. be so cool. Mm -hmm. Then we we started Doing it. looking into it, mm -hmm. and here we are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, you guys are in for a big, big, huge treat tonight. Oh, yes. Because yes. we are actually going to take some poor sucker that we found <laughs> to and turn her into a mermaid. That's right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So yep. That's volunteer. Right. The word is volunteer. Oh, right. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. I'm going to be eating this beard all night. I, I know. Yeah. The, the hazards of props, right? I'm going to be right? pulling hair out of my teeth for hours. So, you know, we... Um, before we get started on our mermaids, we thought we would maybe get out of the way... Uh, the cemetery tripping because it really has absolutely nothing to do with mermaids tonight. Well, they don't bury mermaids? N no, no, they don't. But anyways, well, mm. so last month, you may recall, I did a cemetery tripping, which was my cemetery tripping bucket list. So we did the, I did the first five cemeteries, and this month we are going to conclude the list with the next five cemeteries, my top five cemeteries, on my cemetery tripping bucket list. Mm. So we're just going to skip the intro, we're going to dive right in, we're going to pick it up. You look like a country of western I left off. Thank you. Do I look like Jody yeah. Messina? Somebody. I Somebody. I think so. Country of western, um, yeah. So, Russ, if you can cue up cemetery tripping bucket list part two. Part two. Number five. Hollywood Forever Cemetery, Los Angeles, California. Originally named Hollywood Cemetery, it is one of the oldest cemeteries in Los Angeles and the only one actually in Hollywood. It was founded in 1899 by developer Isaac Lankershen and his business partner slash son-in-law Isaac Van Noyes. The cemetery sold off large tracts to Paramount Studios, which, with RKO Studios, bought 40 acres by 1920. Paramount Studios is located at the south end of the same block on 40 acres which used to be part of the cemetery but in which no interments were made. You will find not only graves but crypts, 
niches, and sarcophagi at the cemetery, where legendary actors, directors, writers, etc. from the entertainment industry are interred. People who played vital roles in shaping Los Angeles are also buried throughout the property. Number four, Cimitero de San Michele in Italy. In Venice in 1797, Napoleon banned burials on the mainland, and therefore all bodies were rowed to the island of San Michele for interment. Today, it is all but full and sees few burials. Its lonely inhabitants are disturbed only by the arrival on a funeral black gondola of the select few who still have a family mausoleum here, the regular ferry bearing relatives coming to maintain a loved one's plot, and the cultured tourists seeking the graves of Ezra Pound, Stravinsky, and Dagalev. Most of the shallow graves that you see are occupied for just 10 or 12 years. After that, the graves are excavated and the bones are transferred in boxes to mausoleum niches but dumped into a communal ossuary. Number 3, Highgate Cemetery, London, England. The cemetery was consecrated by the Bishop of London in May 1839. It was part of an initiative to provide seven large modern cemeteries to ring the city of London. The inner city cemeteries, mostly the graveyards of individual churches, had long been unable to cope with the number of burials. Perched on a hill above the smoke and filth of the city, the cemetery has a labyrinth of Egyptian sepulchres, rows of angels, and a wealth of Gothic tombs and buildings. Many famous people such as George Eliot, Karl Marx, and Malcolm McLaurin are interred here. Number 2. Père Lachaise, Paris, France. This is the ultimate who's who of graveyards and also the largest cemetery in the city of Paris. It was established by Napoleon himself in 1804 with the emperor declaring, every citizen has the right to be buried regardless of race or religion. Since then, Père Lachaise has welcomed writers, singers, artists, and composers, among others. But the most popular gravesite of all is that of rock star Jim Morrison, whose relatively small grave has been so often vandalized that it is now guarded. Each year, Père Lachaise welcomes over 3.5 million visitors, making it the most visited cemetery in the world. And the number one spot on my bucket list of cemeteries goes to Greyfriars Kirkyard in Edinburgh, Scotland. Burials have been taking place here since the late 16th century, and a number of notable Edinburgh residents are interred at Greyfriars. The cemetery takes its name from the Franciscan friary on the site, the friars of which wore grey robes, which was dissolved in 1559. The churchyard was founded in 1561. Following the defeat of the militant Covenanters in 1679, some 1,200 Covenanters were imprisoned in a field to the south of the churchyard, and vaulted tombs in the area became known as the Covenanters' Prison. It is also associated with Greyfriars Bobby, the loyal dog who guarded his master's grave for 13 years, that of Edinburgh police officer John Gray. Bobby's headstone lies at the entrance to the Kirkyard, erected by the Dog Aid Society in 1981. So that winds up my top 10 bucket list of cemeteries. Maybe you've already seen some of them, but for me, I can't wait to someday visit each and every one on my list. Wow, that was pretty cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So that's the I, rest of my bucket list. There's lots of mermaids in it. 
tons of mermaids. I told you there were no mermaids in this. It was a sea dog. <laughs> that was a great thought. For those who can't Bobby. see, see, Anne has a little tail here. See? Can you see a little tail? There you go. That's, that's I'm, all, I'm all in. I'm all tucked in. I've, I've become a mermaid while you were away. Exactly. So. She's no longer a country western <laughs> singer. She's not a mermaid. So, anyway, anyways, yeah. we need to get back on topic here. Hello? So, that was my bucket list, and I someday I'm going to go see all those cemeteries. You can. It's real. So, we talked about, um, we had this discussion about, and I said, are mermaids... Don't know if I really. How does do mermaids fit into the paranormal realm? Well, certainly aren't normal. You know, they're de- well, they're definitely not normal. Okay, so definitely not paranormal. Normal. But I feel like they're more um, almost like their mythology. They're like science fiction. Are they a cryptoid? Could be. You know, where do they fall? Where do they fit? I don't think that they so really they have fit? a niche or niche. Um, where they belong. What do you think? Cryptoids. Cryptoids? Sure. Yeah. What's what's their people? Well, they're half people. How do we know that? Um, Well, usually the top half is human. Okay. Any picture I've ever seen of a mermaid. So what's the history of these silly (laughs) things? Maybe we get to find out if they're paranormal with their history. The the whole history... uh, Behind the mermaid. Now, the, the mermaid, of course, is a legendary aquatic creature with the head and upper body of a female, although they do have mermen, uh, human, and the tail of a fish. They appear in the folklore of many cultures worldwide, including the Near East, Europe, Africa, and Asia. So, really, the first, the very first stories where we started hearing about mermaids were in um, ancient Assyria, in which the goddess Artargetus transformed herself into a mermaid out of shame for accidentally killing her human lover. Um, Mermaids are sometimes associated with perilous events such as floods, storms, shipwrecks, and drownings. Bad movies. And bad movies. (laughs) Uh, They can be benevolent or beneficent. Bestowing boons or falling in love with humans. Oh. So, and as I said, the, the merman is also a figure in folklore and heraldry. Uh, they're less common, those are mermaids, but they are generally assumed to coexist with their female counterparts. So are they female babies? Um, I don't know. I never saw anything about merbabies. I don't, mer-babies. I don't know how that is. Do you know what merman means, be, by the way? Mer what? Mermaid. What does mermaid mean? It's very simple. Mer, meaning the sea, maid, a woman. A woman. Yeah. It's woman of the sea. Exactly. So a lot of these came from Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. We had the sirens. Uh, So the sirens were the ones who were luring often these sailors onto the reefs Mm -hmm. to wreck their ships, basically. Um, And now there is a... I mean, you can go to the Odyssey when when Ulysses, right? Right, yes. Is that in your history? This is part of my history. They, let me me jump ahead. Um, 
Okay. The many folklorists and mythographers deem that the origin of the mythic mermaid is the dugong, posing a theory that mythicized tales have been constructed around early sightings of dugongs by sailors. Do you have a picture of a dugong? Um, well, we have. We have. <coughs> excuse me. There's that hair. Mm, um, tell me about it. Because they have a funny shape, I think skates. You know those big ugly things yeah. that you know flop around. I don't think they're ugly. You don't think skates are ugly? No, they're beautiful. Oh, they I think float they're really and they sail ugly. in the ocean. It's a gorgeous. Um, that's not the pig mermaid picture I'm looking for, though. Okay. I am looking for. <laughs> um, in there, um, Russ, among my pictures, is a picture of a skate. Um, it might even be labeled skate, maybe. It, I believe that it is labeled skate. Mm. And when you dry them out, they look like a mermaid. Really? It's funny how I'm talking, but I see you. I know. <laughs> Ron must... There I am. Okay. Um, so in a, in amongst the still pictures, we have a picture of I'm a just dried so skate. What can I tell you? I know. They, they can't stay away from you. There it is. Okay, it's kind so of wait a minute. How does that look like a mermaid? At, it looked more like a mermaid before it got squished by our 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 server. But anyways, okay, so it it would take on almost like the mermaid top, and it had long legs because when it dries out, it loses its shape. You know, I've seen better skeletons than this skate <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So all right, I'm so not much for the it. skate. But that that's what they think that maybe sometimes the early sailors saw. Okay. So um, the first known mermaid story uh, was about the Assyrian queen, Atargetus. Uh, she loved a mortal who was a shepherd and unintentionally killed him. Ashamed, she How'd jumped she into him? a lake. Well, I don't know. I've, it's, it's, well, that's kind of like... fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she yeah. jumped into a lake because she was so ashamed that she killed this guy and took the form of a fish. Mm. But the waters would not conceal her divine beauty. Thereafter, she sort took of like the form you, huh? of a mermaid, human above the waist, fish below, although the earliest representations of a targetist showed her as a fish with a human head and an arm. So this was one of the earliest stories. Mm -hmm. um, and we have stories from all over the world. We have them from the British Isles. And world Eastern Europe, cool. China, Hinduism, Africa. So they're really kind of a global thing. Phenomenon. A phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Course, okay. We're not ready for those pictures yet. Those go with the paranormal news, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to get your... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to catch your your attraction like Dana Hannah. Like uh, Daryl Hannah yeah, with your yeah. top off? Woo! Hot stuff, man. Goodness gracious. All right, so do we want to break away from our history for a minute and we want to go to a video that our friend sent us? Yes, this show is brought to you, besides Gordon Fisherman, Vala <laughs> uh, Ventura, my good friend, who has written this book, uh, Among the Mermaids, uh, Facts, uh, Facts, whatever it is. Can you read that? I can't read it. Facts, okay. Myths, and Enchantments from the Sirens of the Sea. There you go. There so, you are. 
she uh, she put together this really high class video for us, and she uh, did. <laughs> and uh, so why don't we run that video? And this is called what? Varla's Varla Ventura's Mermaid Video. Ooh, I can't wait. Maybe. Hey guys, it's me, Varla Ventura, and I'm making a nice little lo-fi video for you here, right in the comfort of my own magical writing studio, where I've been hard at work on a new book about ghosts. And I'm here actually today not to talk about ghosts, although, you know, might naturally come up. Depends on how things go. Um, actually, I'm here to talk to you about mermaids. One of my favorite topics, and if you didn't know this about me already, you should know. Is that showing up? <laughs> that I wrote a book all about mermaids. It's called Among the Mermaids, and uh, I really enjoyed writing it. It's one of my favorite topics, and I thought I'd just take a couple minutes. Happy Mermaid Day, and talk to you about something that people ask me a lot about. It's one of the number one questions I get. When they want to talk about mermaids, they want to know, are mermaids real? And what kind of evidence out there exists to show that mermaids are real? And uh, so I'm not going to lie to you. There have been a lot of charlatans over the years, plenty of hoaxes, a lot of P.T. Barnum kind of faux creature stuff. So it's not completely a cut and dry, oh, this is real and this is this is not. But I will tell you, you have to sift through a lot of information to find what seems plausible. But one thing I really like to talk about are um, some human adaptations that have evolved over the years that I think lend some credibility to the idea that humans at one point were more aquatic creatures, are more aquatic creatures, and perhaps still are. So most interesting to me are a couple different people. The Mokan people who live in Thailand or near Thailand in Southeast Asia have this amazing ability to see underwater at great distances. And they have been studied by, you know, fancy scientists for years. Uh, Mokin children are actually born with better eyesight underwater than they have on land. And this is an adaptation. It's a survival adaptation to be able to hunt, um, be on the lookout for prey, and be on the lookout for predators all at once. Um, and it's something that has evolved over hundreds, if not thousands of years. And it's pretty darn amazing that as someone who can barely open her eyes in the shower, I find it pretty outstanding, um, the ability to see clearly not just um, in clear water, but in murky water and in salt water. So to me, that's a pretty um, exceptional adaptation and uh, totally amazing. <laughs> and uh, also equally incredible are the Henao women of South Korea, or of Korea, an island off the coast of Korea. And they have this um, incredible ability, this incredible lung capacity, and this incredible ability to hold their breath underwater for extended periods of time. So we're not just talking about, like, let's go diving and strap on your scuba tank, and we'll stay underwater until we can't take it anymore. We are talking about women who have evolved through 
lung, their own lung capacity through years and years of practice to hold their breath underwater for as long as 10 minutes. Um, and if you don't think that's totally amazing and impressive, I want you to start holding your breath right now and see how long you can go. See if you can go 30 seconds. I will continue talking and you let me know how it goes. But 10 minutes is a very long time to hold your breath underwater. They skin dive or free dive without heavy equipment, um, 30 meters or so underwater. They're fisherwomen. And this is an incredible um, ability that is taught to women at a young age, usually around 11 or 12, and they are um, they adapt to, uh, you know, evolve over the time, over their lifetime, to eventually be able to hold their breath underwater for very long periods, and um, thus be able to successfully dive and catch. So I guess my point is that if um, regular old humans are still doing this and can still do this, I think it gives a little credence to the idea that any human can um, adapt aquatically and to a more aquatic lifestyle with just a little drive and a few generations of effort. If you'd like some freakier stories, some more fact-based stories, some lovely myths, and some terrifying tales about mermaids, pick up my book, Among the Mermaids. It's available anywhere books are sold. And welcome back. That's our good friend, Varla. She was all mermaided up as well. She was? How can you tell? Yeah. Well, I don't think her hair is usually green, is it? Might be. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. I'm fairly certain she was all, you know, duded up as a mermaid. So, yeah. yeah. But that is a great book. And, uh, Varla was sweet enough to uh, send us each a copy. Thank right. you very much. Even though it wasn't autographed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, you can't ask for everything, right? Well, you can. Doesn't mean you're going to get it. So we um, we thought we would talk about uh, reported mermaid sightings. Yeah, what evidence is there that mermaids exist? Uh, I don't know. You know, some people say it's all, as Varla mentioned, you know, like the P.T. Barnum kind of thing. But, you know, we've got a lot of news reports from all over the world mm -hmm. of people that have supposedly had mermaid sightings. Exactly. Now, sightings go way back to the time of Columbus. Mm -hmm. In uh, 1493, he was sailing off the coast of Hispaniola, and Columbus reported seeing three female forms which rose high out of the sea, but were not as beautiful as they are represented. Really? And in the logbook of Blackbeard, Blackbeard the pirate, he instructed his crew on several voyages to steer away from charted waters, which he called enchanted, for fear of merfolk or mermaids, which Blackbeard himself and members of his crew reported seeing. Ooh. These sightings were often recounted and shared by sailors and pirates, I love pirates, who believed, <laughs> probably not modern day pirates, who believed that mermaids brought bad luck and would bewitch them into giving up their gold and dragging them to the bottom of the sea. Mm. In Canada, near Vancouver, there were two sightings, one from sometime between 1870 and 1890, the other from 1967. Ooh. So more recent history. Right. 
A Pennsylvania fisherman reported five sightings of a mermaid in the Susquehanna River near Marietta in June 1881. Here's a recent one in August 2009. After dozens of people reported seeing a mermaid leaping out of Haifa Bay waters and doing aerial tricks, the Israeli coastal town of Kiryat Yam offered a $1 million reward for proof of its existence. And I think we actually have some video of that we're going to show shortly. Yep, right? that's, we do, I think we do have that coming mm -hmm. up. And in February 2012, work on two reservoirs near Gokwe and Mutare in Zimbabwe stopped when workers refused to continue, stating that mermaids had hounded them away from the sites. It was reported by Samuel Sipepa Nicomo, the Water Resources Minister. There you go. So that are those sure. are a few. Yeah. Mermaid sightings. <laughs> I know between the hair and the beard. I know. Uh, from around the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have a few. Yeah. Well, I you know I want to look at you know you mentioned some of the sightings and I have a couple of photographs. So the first one is a pair of mermaids. So can we put that one up there, Russ? A pair of mermaids. Probably labeled a pair of mermaids. Oh, mermaid. They, no. Nope. Nope. Pair of mermaids. Mermaid pair. There. Nope. nope. <laughs> Those are all the Fiji mermaids. It's labeled. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. This is a, a drawing from uh, the 16th century, and it's a pair of mermaids by Italian naturalist Ulisi. Aldervati in his epic tomb, which is a book, by the way, for those who don't know. Tomb and tomb, not necessarily the same. Monstratum Historia. Okay, what's so, that? So we go all the way back to 16th century, <laughs> and we have this reported by this naturalist in his book. So the next one I wanted to bring up was in 1817, and this is uh, about a bishop and a monk mermaid. So there should be a picture of this on there as well. A bishop and a monk. Or there you go. There you go. Right on cue. Yeah, in the mid-16th century, French naturalist Guillaume Rondelet. Why do I always get these names? I, you choose them, man. Why can't you just have like all English names? I don't know. Even then, I'd kill it anyways. <laughs> anyway, so naturalist uh, Guillaume uh, Rondelet supposedly got his hands on two specimens bearing striking resemblance to a pair of religious types, monks and bishops. Hmm. And there's actual photographs of it. And this really? is in the uh, Encyclopedia Metro Italiana, or Metro Politicana, whatever, of 1817. And uh, he describes that the supposed sea monk, accordingly, has the face of a human, but the coarse, clownish, and head smooth without hair, and a sort of hood that resembled that of a monk on his shoulders. Can you see that? Hmm. Okay. While his lower part had a spreading tail. The bishop fish uh, yet was more wonderfully clad and uh, <laughs> nature god, one clad, well, whatever, uh, in the garb of the bishop. See, so that must be a garb of a bishop. I, I'm tired of eating this hair from I this beard. I don't even know. Yep. So anyways, it was taken to the king of Poland, my ancestors, uh -huh. my people, 
who in his benevolence decreed it be carried back to the ocean and set free. All right. So he was one of the original uh, naturalists. <laughs> one of the uh, uh, catch, good guys. catch and catch and catch and throw. release. Catch and release. There you go. There so. you go. It was probably dead before they threw it back in. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, so we have other other sightings as well. We have some video, right? We, we do. We have a, uh, let's see, what are we going to play first? We want to do the, the Russian newscast. Oh, I, I like believe. the Russians, yeah. Um, which is, we're going to have to narrate this, Russ, so please leave our mics up for the Russian newscast uh, if you want to go ahead and roll that. Okay, because the woman is Russian and she's... Uh, can you read that? I can't read it. <laughs> what the hell? So it was a strange sighting in the Norwegian Sea. Oh, yeah. In this video, we see a fish speared with a bone-like hook. Oh, then a creature swims past... And we're not oh, yeah. really sure what that was. Was it a mermaid? And uh, she said, well, tell us what you think. Meanwhile, the clip is being analyzed by the authorities. Yeah, KGB. The KGB. <laughs> Next, there is the possibility. They were probably, oh, uh, you know, okay. it was probably U.S., one of their little probes. Oh, maybe. With yeah. a tail? Yeah, we have, we have, tail special, we have special merman soldiers. Merman <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Something to aspire to, kids. You can, you too, can be a mermaid in the uh, U.S. Navy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a volunteer tonight. It's going to be one. Oh yes, Shh. that's coming later on. Mm -hmm. Later on. Later on. Yep. Okay. So that was our that was so our you think of that? Russian newscast. Um, I really, I don't know. I mean, I, you I saw mean, that spear right through that fish. Right, that's but how do water. we know? That's deep water. How do we know it's legit? What do you mean it's legit? Is it is a legitimate Are you legit? video? Am I legit? Hell no. Is this I've show got legit? i a fake mermaid tail on. I'm not legit, but... I got boots on, <laughs> but I'm legit. <laughs> I just, uh, you know... Do you have little faith? I, I do have little faith, um, mm. and I think as paranormal investigators, we don't trust a lot of things unless we've seen it with our own eyes. Right. So, Except for motherly so, love, so according there, to our last show. Motherly, motherly love? In our last show, remember? Oh, yes. 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 That was not our video show, but no, our whatever. video show. So, so anyway. Do we want to go ahead and roll the other video of no, the sightings? No, this is a, a, explain us what this video is. Okay. Go ahead. You. Me? Yeah. The video coming up. Yes. Okay. So... This next video is kind of a compilation of... Compilation? Compilation, whatever. <laughs> potato, potato. You're talking like uh, that. Oh, that's scary. I know. <laughs> you're rubbing off on me. Um, of sightings from all over the world. Yes. And it's just kind of been lumped together into one video. And probably we should leave the mics up for this, too, um, because there is some commentary during it, but it's mostly mostly video. Okay. So... Um, we want to go ahead and roll the sightings compi compilation. <laughs> this is the uh, the one we're talking about in uh, Israel. Yes. Where the town offers a million dollar reward. Uh huh. Yep. Because they don't know these guys are like that's a seal hopping off the rock, and no. they're like, no, dude, it's not a seal. No, dude. <laughs> or whatever. They say in Israel? Whatever they say in Israel. 
Look at that. Photoshop. Somebody's saying Photoshop. We all know that. <laughs> oh, we all know that it wasn't. I can hear Russ. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you about that in a minute, dear Russ. Uh, so this is one of a couple of fishermen. Well, they were no, they're not fishermen. They were out in a rescue. Right, rescue. And there's something off the right-hand side, so you want to keep your eye on that. Um, right-hand side of the boat, and you'll see eyes. I think they're talking about this in the video as well. Really? Yes. And here we go. Oh, look at that. There it is. Did you see it? Yep. <laughs> what is the rest? No. Everything's full of shell. Now, this is a scene from uh, uh, the documentary on the mermaids on the uh, animal planet. Uh, yeah. They are talking in this. There's a lot of background noise. I'm sorry. This is another shot of the same one we saw. Yep. It looks like it's from a, a different, slightly different angle. Exactly. And... Get ready. Get ready. And... Here it comes. Oh, Photoshop. And now this is one more video, which is really tough to see. Really sure where we're going with. Oh, this is the underworld submersible. I've seen this one. Yeah. They run deep in the in underneath in a, in a little mini, tiny submarine, and watch what happens on to the right hand side. <laughs> oh, there it is. Did you see that? I did. Oh, scary. <laughs> Sounds like a broken record. Watch, watch close now. Watch close. There's the guy. There it is. Oh, there's the hand. And there it isn't. Is there it is? See it? I did. Split screen, so you can see it from two angles. From what I can see here, yes, the, the body recovered was incomplete. Oh, there it is. So, so there you go. That's that's the uh, that's the sightings supposedly. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see more, and, and I recommend it, you go on the Animal Planet. There's two two. Uh, uh, new evidence, and I forget the mermaid body or something. Go on the animal, look up mermaids, you <laughs> animal planet, you'll find it. But it's kind of, it's a cool, cool uh, documentary. It is, it is. And I think that, well, it's not a real documentary. Mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. It's yeah. A mockumentary. But they take pictures from this. So if these are from around the world, what they did is they took some of these and, and compiled them. See the proper use of the word compile. Yes. Yes. Thank and, you. Uh, oh, a word master. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, check it out. So now it's time for. It is time for the paranormal news. So Star we can. Starring. Roll that intro to introduce. Oh. Nathan Mayer with the paranormal news. Welcome to Paranormal News. After watching this episode, if you want some mermaid entertainment, here's a dozen movies you can check out. Beach Blanket Bingo, starring Frankie Avalon and Annette Fenicello, 
and includes a subplot of the character Bonehead falling for a mermaid portrayed by Lost in Space's Marta Christian. Splash, a 1984 fantasy film starring Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks. Hannah plays a mermaid who falls in love with a human. She can walk on dry land when in human form, but her legs change to a fish tail when she gets wet. Much of the movie revolves around her humorous attempts to conceal her true identity from her lover. The Little Mermaid, an animated film produced by Walt Disney Studios, this portrays a variant of the story of Hans Christian Andersen about the mermaid who wished for legs. Hook, a 1991 fantasy continuation of G.M. Barry's Peter and Wendy produced by TriStar Pictures Emblem Entertainment, three mermaids appear when Peter Pan is dropped into the ocean in Neverland. The Secret of Ronan Inish incorporates mysticism into the Selkies and the Fey Children. Magic Island, Lily, a young mermaid, befriends a group of buccaneers, joins them on their quest for Blackbeard's treasure. Peter Pan, the first live animation sound film based on the play, directed by P.J. Hogan. Mermaids appear in a small segment. The narrator says that they are not like the mermaids in stories, though Wendy is thrilled by them. These mermaids have webbed fingers and marks on their faces. Peter asks them if Captain Hook has kidnapped John and Michael, which the mermaids confirm. One of them also tries to drown Wendy. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Merpeople appear briefly during the second task, which is to dive underwater to rescue their mates. Aquamarine. The title character is a mermaid who is washed ashore after a violent storm. She decides to search for a true love on land and makes two good friends along the way. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. During her search for the Fountain of Youth, Jack Sparrow incorporates several mermaids. Killer Mermaid, or Nymph. The two, yo two young women go to a Mediterranean vacation and uncover the watery layer of Killer Mermaid hidden, hidden underneath an abandoned military fortress. The lure. In Warsaw, a pair of mermaid sisters are adopted into a cabaret. One seeks love with humans, and the other hungers to dine on the human population of the city. Enjoy the movies. And we're back. <laughs> Thank you, Nate, for getting all those... Uh, Movies. There's not a lot of mermaid movies, and we mean just rattled off twelve. Of them. I know, but they're 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 hard to find. What Give about them a Ariel? Hard Wasn't Ariel in there somewhere? The Little Mermaid. Oh, she was Ariel. Yeah. Oh. She's like the second one. What do I know? That he talked about. It's uh, like ever watched cartoon. You don't have little movies. girls, so you know. Hmm. The Little Mermaid is my my daughter Alexis's most favorite movie ever. Yeah. So. We can sing. The we can sing the uh, theme from from uh, Frozen. <laughs> Let's not. Let's not say we didn't. All right. So, anyways, uh, one of the most famous mermaids, I think, uh, in the United States, is the uh, Fiji mermaid. Mm -hmm. Do you know about that? I do not. Tell me about the Fiji mermaid. I'd love to. All right. If I didn't stop eating my beard. <laughs> In uh, 1842, an English gentleman named Dr. J. Griffin, a member of the 
British Lyceum of Natural History arrived in New York bearing a remarkable curiosity, mm. a real mermaid. mermaid. Uh-huh. Supposedly caught near the Fiji Islands. By the way, they spell this F-E-E-J-E-E. That's weird. Yes, because it's F-I-J-I. Yeah. For the real Fiji. Right. Yeah. I don't know why they did that, but that's what they did. Anyways, the press uh, were expecting him uh, since all through the summer they have been receiving uh, correspondence because they didn't have taxes and Snapchats and all that other crap. Of course not. Crap and, or his whatever. <laughs> so they didn't have all that, so they sent medals, and uh, they were talking about his mermaid. And so when they uh, checked in, they were uh, convinced of its authenticity. Mm-hmm. So soon after uh, he came in there, they put it in the uh, museum in Boston. and uh, Boston? P.T. Bonham. You know P.T. Bonham? Yes, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, he visited the, uh, he's been visiting the office and trying to convince everybody that uh, Dr. Uh, Griffin here should, you know, put his mermaid on display in his museum. Of course. Uh, unfortunately, the doctor was unwilling to do so. So... Uh, Bottom volunteered to give the papers use of a woodcut of a beautiful, bare-breasted mermaid that was prepared for him uh, for the show. Uh, The papers, thinking that they had an exclusive, happily accepted the offer. And on uh, July 17th, the mermaid woodcut appeared in all the papers. And da-da-da-da, whatever. (laughs) So with all publicity... Uh, people were dying to see the uh, Fiji mermaid, so uh-huh. they uh, struck up a uh, a uh, bargain to uh, bring the mermaid to his museum. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. So huge, cr- huge crowd showed up. T- oh God, this thing. Just is take terrible. it off. <laughs> huge crowd showed up. <laughs> At the exhibit, and uh, Dr. Griffin gave lecture to the about his experiences in uh, finding the, the uh, mermaid and so forth, lottie lottie, and all that crap. <laughs> so, okay, so okay. there we go. So, anyways, uh, after a while, uh, oh, I actually have a, uh, uh, can we play Fiji One, uh, Russ? This is actually an advertisement from the time about the exhibit. Okay. From the mermaid, see, so you could see that. And that's what appeared in uh, the papers and so forth in the little handouts. And uh, people came from all over the place. It was a huge success. And uh, I think Fiji 2 will show us, Fiji 2 will show us, yes, there you go. Ugh. There's a diagram of the uh, beautiful mermaid. That is a pretty ugly mermaid, but I have to say. Not quite sure what that is. That's the mermaid. That is a butt-ugly mermaid, man. Finally, if you say so. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it was found out, by the way, that this Dr. Griffin uh, was, in fact, was no Englishman. Uh-oh. In fact, there was no such thing as the British Lyceum of Natural History. Oh. So they, uh, Bonham had actually arranged this all the time. So where did the mermaid come from? Don't I don't you know. Probably a dried skin. 
What the, can I say? No, it was not. That didn't look like a freaking dry skate. And this, this Fiji 3, you can see, uh, this is, uh, how was this exhibit in the little bell jar? All right. Yeah, it's a cute little thing. That's adorable. So where did the Fiji, 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 Fiji. Bee Gees, Fiji's. Yeah, I know it. Whatever. Where did this Fiji mermaid come <laughs> from? Uh, Bottom didn't create the Fiji mermaid, by the way. No, no, really? No, he merely leased it from Moses Kimball. Moses Kimball. In fact, the creature had enjoyed a quite a colorful history before Bonham transformed it into celebrity. The Fiji mermaid was an example of traditional art form performed by fishermen of Japan in the West Indies who ah. constructed faux mermaids by stitching the upper bodies of apes to fish. Ew. Yeah. The Fiji, Fiji mermaid herself... Uh, well, is believed to have been created in 1810 by a Japanese fisherman. It was bought by a Dutch merchant uh, who, in 1822, resold it to an American sea captain, Samuel Barrett Eads, for $6,000, which is a huge oh, amount of money at that then? time. Wow. Uh, Eads had to sell his ship in order to afford the mermaid, but he, he was hoping to make a fortune, you know, putting it on exhibit. Okay. Yeah. So that anyways. little thing right there, huh? Yeah, there you go. Wow. So uh, by uh, 1822, Eads was back in Lundy with his mermaid, and it did prove to be a popular attraction. Uh, Eads wasn't as good as a showman as Bonham, of course, uh, so uh, that's why not. he ended up teaming up with uh, Bonham. So anyways, what happened to the Fiji mermaid? I bet you're asking that. Yes. What yeah. happened to the Fiji mermaid, Ron? So the... Uh, the the museum, uh, which it was in, uh, caught fire and burned down. Oh, conveniently? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it burnt down. and okay. uh, Things did back then. Yeah. Quite but, frequently. Okay, so they figured in, in uh, let's see what this fire happened, uh, 1865. Okay. But, but if we could show Fiji 4 in this picture here, this is actually... A Fiji mermaid. Really? It, now, could it be the one that was burnt down? It, maybe it didn't burn down. Maybe it didn't burn in the museum. Okay. This is uh, held at uh, Harvard University's uh, uh, Peabody Museum. And, and this one was actually used in uh, the X-Files film. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, did it burn or, or was it... Ended up at the uh, museum. We really don't know, but those are the the two theories of what happened to the Fuji mermaid. Okay. Yep. Harvard's Peabody Museum of Archaeologically, Archaeologically, uh, whatever. Archaeological. Yeah. Archaeological. Yeah, it works too. We're wonderful with words this evening. Yep. So, anyways, <laughs> that was it. Excellent. Yep. All right. That was the condensed version. I uh, thank God. So now we're really going to have some fun. Yes, we are. Because we're going to turn our volunteer. Yes. And, and Mike. You, so, why don't you introduce our volunteer? All right. Volunteer. We would like to introduce our victim, I mean volunteer, mm -hmm. Sam Sale. Hey, Sam. She's Sam is... Sam? Hello. There she is. <laughs> there she is. Sam there has graciously are, volunteered Sam. this evening yes, to volunteer. assist us with a spell which will turn her into a mermaid, a mermaid like me. No, nobody could be like you. No one will be like me. Yeah, exactly. So, Ron, if you will bring over the necessary items. I have them here. So I you think just... I need to take my tail, get my tail off this table. What do you need? Ah! 
Okay. Okay. All right. You tell, you got the list, right? All right. You've got to tell what to do. I she have has no clue what she's the doing. The list. <laughs> I have the spell. Okay, so here we go. The special mermaid spell. No idea what they're making. I would like do. to give credit to Sally Joe, the nine year old, who very thoughtfully posted this. She must be a child prodigy, right? On YouTube. Yes. A child yes. prodigy? Yes. Yeah. And apparently also a mermaid. All right. Mm. So, Ron, if you could Bring over, I mean, Gorton's Fisherman, if you could please bring over the assorted goodies. You ask, I will bring. Which items do you want? All of them. No. No? No. Okay. We're not going to bring all of them. No. All right. First, oh, Gorton's Fisherman, we need a bowl filled halfway with water. So this is the way you get the spell. You tell people how oh, to do it. Oh, okay. See? All right. Bowl, half Here's filled with water. All right. Okay, next item. Now, we need three pennies, please. Three pennies. Shiny pennies. One, two. Three very shiny pennies. Three. Oh, look. Magic. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Presto. Okay. Kay. Sam, I'm going to put these three pennies in front of you. Okay. All right. There's nothing wrong with so, those pennies, right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with these pennies. Please put the first penny in your palm. All right. Which also could be your palm. Okay. Put it in your palm, close your hand, and wish to be a mermaid. you got to be serious. Is it like out loud or in my sure. mind? Sure. Sure. Out loud. I wish to be a mermaid. Say it like you mean it. I wish to be a mermaid. There you go. <laughs> With intention. Mm. Yeah. All right. Now, blow on the penny and put it in the center of the bowl of water. Center now. Very center. We should have Very specific, a, right? Something or other. Can you bring the little towel over there? Oh, you have a towel. Because we don't want Sam to drip everywhere. She could electrocute herself or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I prefer not to die. Today. Okay, we don't want you. We love you. We don't. <laughs> no, want we you need to as a mermaid. Right. Now, could I please have the salt shaker? Salt shaker, and I hope this is sea oh, salt. Oh, fisherman. Okay, take the salt and add three dashes of salt to the water. Who knows? Those three. Three. Perfect. All right. Now, may I have the uh, spoon? All right. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to bend it? These, no. My no, don't bend. That's my good spoon. Oh. All right. <laughs> Stir the water without hitting the penny. Without hitting the penny. Do it properly. Apparently, if you hit the penny, it's bad juju. All right. Good. The side of the bowl. Yep. That's okay. That's fine. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Now. You won't die. Yeah. Uh, may I please have the lotion? Which one's lotion? The uh, white. There you go. All right. You're gonna ruin the. You're gonna ruin this spell now. All right. Yeah, so feels good. Now we have uh, some lovely, chapped. lovely scented lotion. So oh, what we're going to do? Coconut. We're going to put the second penny in your palm, please. All right. Uh, squirt a little dab of lotion on it. <laughs> yes, I know. A little dab it's of lotion. It's very yeah. strange. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect. All right. Yes, so bad. now, mm-hmm. close your palm. You want to make sure, yep, get that lotion on you. Yeah, right. you got to have contact with that. <laughs> All right. And wish, once again, to be a mermaid. All right. I wish to be a mermaid. All right. We wish you to be a mermaid, too. Got the hang of it here. Hey. Now, take the second penny and kind of spread the lotion around on it. Right. If it's not already smeared from your hand, and put that in the bowl next to the first pen. Ooh. All right. I'm feeling, I can feel the energy now. Soap, please. Which would be? The squirty soap. This? The green stuff. There you go. Uh, green tea and aloe. That, Very yep. good. Okay. So, 
please take the soap, Sam, and mm -hmm. add three squirts of soap into the water. All right. One, One two, two, three. Those are going to be clean pennies. Okay. Yes, and they will. Once again, stir it up with the spoon, avoiding contact with the pennies. Avoid contact with the pennies. Okay. Here we go. Well, we're on our way to being a mermaid. You can now. try this at home, kids, by the way. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now, we want to take your favorite necklace. Where did I put that? Uh oh. It might be over there. Oh, <laughs> no. We need to find one of our little. With any luck, uh, Zach people. will get it for us. We need the favorite necklace here. Our assistant producer, right? Yes. Our assistant producer. Uh, he's Zach. our production assistant. Zach, Zach is our production assistant. <laughs> Look at him very carefully trying not Thank to get you. on camera. All right. Good job. <laughs> That's all I right. got it. All right. So we have Sam's favorite necklace. It's a vital part of mm -hmm. this. So may I have the um, other container of water, please? This thing put in the water. <laughs> all right. Yes, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. It'll get nice and clean. There's a lot of soap in there. Among so um, we, you want to... Wet the jewelry. You can hold it over the bowl and yep. just wet the jewelry. And just wet. Yep. Right. I'll help you. There you go. Okay. We're just gonna wet the jewelry. Okay. And now we're going to. Then you're gonna love this. We're gonna sprinkle it with salt. Oh. Before you take it right. out of hand, right? You have to do this by the way. All right. I'll I'll well, I'll put some negate salt, salt all over my face. I know. Necklace. I Yeah. I should have told you that. You told you. It won't yeah, I know you're gonna okay. get it. Okay. It's all right though. <laughs> so now uh, we're going to. Uh, Okay, uh, it's placed in your palm. Gently place the necklace into the water. Gently. 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 Okay, now it's going to wash all that salt off. Okay. Place the third penny on top of the jewelry in the bowl. Okay. This is the most complicated spell I think I've ever done. Okay. All right. It's a good one. Perfect. Go. I can't right. wait to get home and try it. Because Sally Jo said it is so. All right, and now, mouthwash, please. <laughs> Don't ask me. Yeah. Drink some on the way over, okay? <laughs> Slog some back. All right. So now we're going to take our mouthwash. It's a flip opener, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> There's the mouthwash. Okay. Woo! It's gonna smell good too. Now we. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> we're going to add enough mouthwash to just make the water a pretty color. All right. Just well, pour <laughs> some of that. I like the scientific approach. Isn't it that scientific? That's oh, a look, color. now it's beautiful. That's a pretty color. All right. <laughs> so, all right, you take care of that. So now that we have added the, uh, the uh, mouthwash, we are going to uh, stir it with a spoon, avoiding contact with all items in, okay, and Good then job, you're going to take the spoon back out, okay, hold it over the bowl. We're going to put some water in the spoon. In the spoon. In the spoon. I don't know. Okay. And then um, oh, we're going to squirt some lotion in it. Okay. Right. That's important. Don't ask me. Whatever. I didn't write it. And then I told you this was Sally wrong. knows what she's doing. And then she's add some mouthwash. We're going to add some more yes, mouthwash. Got it. All right. Yeah, we got five minutes left. we got to finish this spell up. All right. Okay. Oop. All right. Dump that bag in the bowl. There you go. All right. But don't, I don't think we... I don't think we stir it. All right, now, you have to reach in there, <laughs> get your jewelry, touch the three pennies with your jewelry. Sam's going, uh, Touch it with the jewelry. Touch it with the jewelry. Rub it against it. Yeah, yeah that but that's works. fine. All right. All right, and now take it out. Take it out. 
very knotted at this point. Now we need to put some lotion on the jewelry. Yeah, you're gonna go home and have to like soak this. And you're gonna rub it on your legs. You can the jewelry. Right, you're gonna rub the jewelry on your legs. I don't know. I didn't write this. I told you it was on. Okay. All right. So you're gonna rub that on your legs. This is a fun time. All right. <laughs> All right. I need some more lotion. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I ain't enough lotion. All right. <laughs> All right. And then we're going to um, put some more lotion in your hand. All right. Wait. Wait for it. We're going to add some water from the bowl, just a little bit. Right. And you have to rub that on your feet. All right. On your feet, not your legs. All right. <laughs> There's one foot. <laughs> this is very important. All right. And this is, this is, yes, we're going to be done in two seconds because we're almost out of time. All right. Now you have to cross your legs. All right. And you have to say, say this spell. All right. A mermaid is what I want. Don't make me plea. You'll see me pretty as can be. Oh, all right. Oh, what happened? Right. Okay, what's going on? Hey, what happened? What happened? I don't know. What happened? Okay. I don't know. Wow, must be paranormal. happening here. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's a leg on the table. The lights are Something's out. happening. All right. All right. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Woo. Thank you, Sally Joe. Now, how, Sam is a mermaid. How do I get my legs back now? Uh, we don't know that part. We don't part. know that part. I'm Maybe sorry. I can find it in Viola's book. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, we forgot to tell you that when you signed <laughs> that release form. So wait a minute, I think I found it. Oh, really? Rum fum boogle boo, ripple dipple nippy too. <laughs> Dundo doodle doodle coo, raffle taffle chitty boo. Pretty sure you just made that up, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mm. book. It can't be right. Well, I think we'll have to keep working on this until the next show. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. But <laughs> it is February vacation, so hopefully we'll have Sam back with her yeah. legs before we'll just, it's time. We'll just bring her some fish next time. Uh, before it has little to go back food. to school. All right. Feed her from the top of the tank. So we need to wind this up. We do? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. It's time to go. Good. I'm trying and to I get hope the minutes, that anyway. you have enjoyed our very silly show about mermaids. Thank yeah, you it was for it was in. it was a serious mockumentary. It was as serious as we can be. Yeah, exactly. So we will catch you next month on yeah. who knows what we're gonna talk about then. Yeah. But till then, thanks for listening and keep believing in mermaids. Oh, oh and and I don't know what the lines were. Trust in Oh Trust, trust in, in the Vitcoin. <laughs> <Sebastian laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.